to another American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. To the kids at the Ronald McDonald House at Stanford University Hospital, Dave Schaub is a superhero, and his hot rod ranks with the Batmobile. In 2011, the jovial California grocer drove his Brizio-built 32 Ford Roadster through all 49 continental United States in an amazing 7 days, 14 hours, and 21 minutes. We featured a picture of Dave at the finish line in Alaska and one of our recent friends in the Fastlane column. During my interview, Dave shared his secret passion for both hot rods and breaking records for good causes as a member of the Iron Butt Association. In part one of my interview, Dave talks about not only preparing himself for this incredible 8,000-plus mile journey in seven days, but also getting his car ready. Today's interview is brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway, where the mother road begins, from famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems. Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. Welcome to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we meet the people behind the scenes in our articles. And one of those people we met uh, just recently in our magazine is a man named Dave Schaub, who performed a rather incredible feat. As a matter of fact, I'm still having a hard time believing that he was able to get all of this done in that time. But he actually drove through all 49 of the continental United States in seven days. Dave Schaub, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Hey, how you doing, Foster? I'm doing very well. You have got to be having serious, uh, you know, lag after that. Uh, yeah, there was. Um, it was quite draining, but I had. Um, I did a lot of training. Um, you know, I had done a charity drive um, in uh, 2009, where I uh, had done the same um, 49 states, only a different route, um, leaving from California and ending up in Hyder, Alaska. Mm. Um, and I did that in eight eight days. Uh, 16 hours and 48 minutes. So uh, anyway, that training just kind of kept going. And uh, when I made my mind up that I was going to try the uh, 49 and 7, um, you know, I was uh, <laughs> I was almost ready to go again. <laughs> now, you're not a, uh, uh, how shall I put this, a uh, finely chiseled athlete from that's driving the Formula One. You're just a regular guy. You've got a business in Palo Alto, California, where you've been uh, selling meats and fine foods to people out there. How that's did right. you? How did you get in shape for something like this? Because that that's a lot of pounding well, on you, the kidneys. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, the first thing you got to do, and believe it or not, you do have to kind of be um, a little athletic. So I started walking, and um, I would walk. Uh, first, I started out just doing a couple of miles or so, and I got up to five miles uh, a day. And then um, I was doing 10 miles about every um, every other day. And uh, I lifted weights as well. And um, also in the car, um, you know, you can't sit for very long without moving around and stuff. So I actually did exercises in the car, and I had a 20-pound dumbbell with me, so I would do wow. uh, arm curls and presses and stuff as well. I'm curious because I know when you take long plane flights, they often tell you to wear support hose. Uh, right. Because of the possibility of blood clots, did you have to do that for yourself? I didn't, but what I did is, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. I had a lot of help from the long-distance riding guys from um, the Iron Butt Association, uh, <laughs> and they gave me they they actually gave me some great hints. One of them was, you know, get off of coffee and any kind of stimulant for at least four or five months. You know, it sounds kind of crazy how do you give up your wow. coffee, but 
coffee's a diuretic and it makes you pee. The oh, other thing is yeah. it really doesn't offer any nutrient value, right. but it does give you that jolt. If on this trip I needed a little jolt or something, I could take a couple of sips of coffee and you would feel it because I haven't had that in my system. Okay. But, um, that's that's one thing that I did, but there's several uh, there's several things that I, I, the type of clothing I had on I made sure it was lightweight and stretchable. Right. You know, I moved around in the seat. I had a bench seat, and also I changed the surface that I sat on. I had a um, a gel pad and um, mm-hmm. a wool pad that I would change out, and I got that from a buddy of mine in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, who uh-huh. sits in a wheelchair for most of his life. So, Very good, yes, um, yes. So those people, you know, they kind of helped me out with uh, getting started. So We're talking with Dave Schaub, who performed an incredible feedback in 2011. He drove through all 49 continental United States in seven days and 14 hours and some change. Let's talk a little bit about the vehicle first. As much as you as the driver have to tune up, the vehicle has to be tuned up, and you had, you were driving a vintage vehicle. Yeah, it, it's an aftermarket-built car. Um, it's a fiberglass body uh, that was built. I had 60,000 miles on it before I did my first charity drive, uh, so it was fairly reliable. Um but I um, had the good fortune of um, having uh, Roy Brizio, who is a well-known hot rod builder in South San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He acted kind of as my uh, their pit crew. And so um, they kind of went through the car from front to back. And Dick Edelbrock from the Edelbrock Corporation, uh, he heard what I was doing and donated a, a motor at you know, low cost. And, you know, we used his lubricants and um, uh, his shock absorbers and a few other things on the car. And uh, we had a lot of sponsors that um, helped out with it as well. Sid Shavers who made a a beautiful top for the car. So all of those people helped out. The car was really reliable. So Dave, when I see that it's a 1932 Ford High Boy Roadster, Mm -hmm. that is the style, but this actually was, it sounds like a completely rebuilt machine. Yeah, it's uh, it started with a um, you know 32 you know rails, mm-hmm. um, frame rails, and then uh, it's all custom beyond that. Right, so right. it has a late model um, Chevy V8 engine in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has an automatic transmission, and then I had a quick change rear end in the back of it. it. Had disc brakes all the way around, so it's a fairly modern running gear, but yet has that old nostalgia kind of look to it. Oh yes, and, uh, very much so. But it's a very comfortable car, and um, uh, you know it's pretty zippy. Um, I didn't get carried away with speeding or anything. <laughs> I wait a minute. You uh, make this. Did you make this journey of eight thousand six hundred and eighty miles in seven days? Uh-huh. You're trying to tell me you drove the speed limit all the way? Most of the time, I was just a nickel over. <laughs> all the, right, that's the, reasonable. The, yeah, the key to this thing is to be consistent. The other thing was, is I knew my gas stops had to be five minutes or less, and I knew that each gas pump pumps um, a gallon of gas in eleven seconds, and I knew that uh, um, you know I had a thirty-five gallon gas tank with me. And I knew how much, uh, how my mileage and stuff, right. what I was going to be able to get, where my gas stops were, and so I picked all the gas stops so they were right off the, right off the highway. So pull down, get my stuff, and get out of there. Wow! I didn't have to go hunt up anything. And then I called everyone in the gas station before I left to make sure that they didn't have any construction or anything going on. So right. there was a lot of planning went into this. Oh man, talk about planning! It's incredible because not only you have to tune up the driver for an incredible trip, it's real endurance, um, but then you also have to have the car and you have that tuned up. What went into the logistics to plan hitting every state, every in the continental states in the United States 
in seven days. Who? How did you yeah. map that out? Well, I have a lot of friends around the country, and um, one of them who's a good buddy of mine, Ken Gross, uh, you know, the first first thing I needed to do on this on this second trip that I did, seven-day thing, I knew that New England was going to be the hardest part because of the, the complexity of that whole deal. Even though those states are close together, there's a lot of traffic, and oh, the other yeah. thing is that there's, all, you know, tow roads, there's all of that kind of stuff. But I'd call buddies of mine that were around the country, and I'd say, hey, listen, can you, you know, give me an idea, because this is your turf, you know, where can I go and hit six states in one area? And Ken was real good. He uh, lives in Virginia. And so he said, well, shoot, you can hit, you know, four states in 15 minutes from where I live. And, you know, so anyway, so he helped me out with some of that. But um, the majority of it was uh, me just figuring out, you know, where I could go and and, um, which corners I could, you know, I could get. It's like, you know, I did Texarkana, you know, that's right. Texas and Arkansas. Right, exactly. Um, and then you have yeah, New Mexico, Arizona, was Colorado, right. and uh, there's four states there, I think, yeah. You know, the, everybody says, you know, one should go to four corners, but that really, it's it's not only difficult to get in there, it's difficult to get out of there um, <laughs> in any yeah. kind of any kind of speed or direction. Yeah, so yeah. it's nice to start there. <laughs> uh, some people have done that. But to try to make that part of the right. deal, it just doesn't work out. You're listening to a conversation we had with Dave Schaub, who performed the remarkable feat in 2011 of covering all 49 continental states of the United States in an amazing seven days. We'll catch up with Dave in part two and find out more about his amazing journey here on America Road Trip Talk. Be sure to join us for part two. This interview was brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway where the mother road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.